Hello, namaste everyone and welcome to Awaken Your Light Radio Show. My name is Karen Cressman. I'm a multiversal shaman, spiritual interpreter, and self-empowerment coach. And it is my mission and purpose, first and foremost, to learn for myself how to unconditionally love me and share that walk with everyone else. Because the real bottom line is the light, the light you see in that logo, in that beautiful star, that Merkaba, is who each of us are. And when I was told lead them back to the light, it means lead them back to the awareness of the light of who they are, the love of who they are, the truth of who we are. And I'm learning it too. So I can share it as I learn, as I grow, and we can learn together. All right. So now for news purposes, if you haven't read it already, a wonderful newsletter that came through Mother Mary or from Mother Mary, Creation Portal, really quite fascinating. It was a fascinating piece. I had no intention of writing, and at 9.30 at night I heard, yes, you're supposed to do this and get it done on May 31st so that there's a May newsletter. (laughs) So I'm glad I did. It's a wonderful piece. Go to KarenCressman.com and read it there or sign up for the newsletters if you don't already get them. I don't overwhelm people just to know that I – um, you only get newsletters about the radio shows once a week, and then once a month is the newsletter that comes out and the reminder for the Andromeda Council show on the first of the month. Okay, next. I just got from the Wise Ones last night. They want to do a show the 24th. How a Father knows best. I don't have a clue what that means, guys. Kind of like, huh? What? Uh, okay. I'm sure they're going to bring a twist to that Father's Knows Best, the old 50s TV show, the black and white show. Um, but it's something about, you know, what what Father is in 5D. It's um, what's the shift of all of that in 5D? And isn't it intriguing? We're at a very critical change point in the world, especially America, with the whole Me Too movement and enough. Time's up. Time's up with the abuse of women, with the abuse of masculine power. And it's not only sexually. It's so far beyond that. Time's up with masculine energy squashing, belittling, and hammering feminine energy. It's, um, it's a worldwide energetic shift that must happen for us to move forward with Earth in 5D. So... So that's the bottom line. And then July 1st, I can't even be, I can't even believe I'm saying July 1st at this point. Uh, when did June happen? Really? Seriously? We're in June? Um, kind of thing. July 1st, 
will be the Andromeda Council update. And then the next Sunday, well, it struck me that we're going into the summer solstice, and I'm kind of surprised we're not talking to the sun today. So I think, I'm not sure about this, but I think we're going to be talking to the sun the second Sunday of July to learn about the summer solstice and what the energies are about and how, how do we how do we move through them. So that's the scoop on what's coming up. And if anyone wants to call into the show, please, to ask a question, please call 347-838-024 and hit the number one to raise your hand so I know you want to ask a question. So, with that said, namaste, Father. Fair namaste, children. It is a delight always to be here. I am thrilled, especially in honor of America's Father's Day. So, in this time frame, Karen, I would like you to tone for masculine Balance. Huh, okay. Okay, great. Toning for masculine balance. That was very different. Yes, that is the point. The energy must be very different now for everyone to move forward. There's so much change happening. And yes, Karen, (coughs) excuse me, I understand that you're very, very done with change. Your life has changed drastically, and many people listening have. The constant, constant, constant change that's been going on with so many. But to constantly change jobs and change homes and change relationships and change 
viewpoints and change perspectives and change ah, what you focus on can get overwhelming. A massive change from something that's so in place and so locked and so in sync that you counted on, lived on, and lived rotely in, and you've been living in the same place or in the same career or job for so long that to change it is is a complete blind side of newness, and you don't even know how to step forward. And yet that's what the energy is all about right now. And as much as that can get overwhelming, it's what must happen. It's what must happen for all of your world to move forward. Many, many, many people are getting asked to change. Think about it. You're getting asked to change your perspectives about religion, about politics. Huge change there in America and all countries, really. You're getting asked to change your thought patterns about lifestyles, about privileges, about finances and what you really need. You're getting asked to change perspectives about how you live life. Plastic and oil and gas and carbon emissions, factories, fashion. Everything in your world is up against change right now. But doesn't it have to be? How do you go from caterpillar to butterfly without everything changing? The needs of a caterpillar in 3D are completely different than the needs of a butterfly in 5D. Completely. No comparison. Change has to happen. So then the real bottom line and the real question is, how do you, how do you stay vibrant in change? How do you allow yourself to lift and move in all of this change? See, the other piece to this puzzle is that you have been kept on a a wheel of existence and you just keep taking the same steps over and over and over. But instead of getting to a higher altitude, going around in circles, That is the way your world was set up for you by those who have had power. So the first and foremost change is to get off of the wheel. Now, think about it. Think about what it would have been like to live on a boat your entire life and then step off onto land. But the different balance that would take. 
or these animals who have been kept in cages. And they have been kept in these cages in research labs, and they never even stepped on solid ground or grass. And you see these videos when they're left out of their cages and they walk on earth, and for the and they're little wobbly. That you know they they they're scared of the grass. These the dogs especially are kind of a little scared of the grass. Your lions and and monkeys that's more innate for them. But they're scared. They tentatively touch it. And then once they feel the solidity of it, how how solid and strong and grounding it is, then they're just rolling all over in it and happy and thrilled. Dearest, dearest, dearest children, that is what you are doing. You're literally stepping out of the cages onto solid ground. That is what this process is about. And that solid ground feels different. It feels much different. How to move in these energies, how to fly like a butterfly, how to live from a spiritual GPS designation and intuition versus a militaristic wheel that the next step is just put in front of you and you don't have any choice whether to take the next one or not. It's just automatic. It's just automatic. So, with this change comes mental capacity of creative thought. There's, again, the problem that you guys haven't been allowed to mentally create. Those that were good at that got really squashed. And those that broke through and were allowed to stay in the creative place really, really, really did well or will do well in this shift, we should say. It was a challenge to do it in 3D, but it's going to be so easy to fly in 5D. So easy. So, how to recreate your masculine energy? Hmm. Now that I've said all of that, masculine energy is about output. It's about giving forth, output, create, put out there. Create, feminine, create. Male, put out there. How do you do that differently now? What is the change to recreate? Here's the distinction. What you created before, you put out on the wheel and you just kept going and it was a routine and it was rote and you didn't think twice about it because you just took the next step. Now, now, it's taking more brain power 
more energy to decide what to create and where to put it out. A butterfly decides at the moment, oh, where do I want to fly next? What do I want to create next? Oh, it looks so pretty over there. I'm going to go over there. And as it's flying, it decides, am I going to just sit down on something or am I going to eat something else? I just want to sit over there. That sounds good. Or there's a child. I want to just fly around it and see it giggle. Or, ooh, I'm going to go over there. That looks succulent. I'm going to go hang out with those other butterflies. It's a decision at a moment point of creation. There's the real distinction. You all have been in a pattern of not having that opportunity. Now that you have the opportunity, the, the real demand comes in how do you go from rote, because many of you are still in a rote job position around the wheel, to create for yourself, to fly and create. Those listening to this show have managed to do that. You have your meditation time. You have your spiritual time. You've managed to do the two worlds. And that's still in challenging in its own right in the fact that you've got to keep bouncing back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So to avoid bouncing, I wanted to talk to you about how do you recreate your ability to give out? your masculine energy. How do you recreate that in today's world, in these new energies, so you have a better balance, you have a better flow possibility? Here's the key. When you give out in a remote, in a remote manner, when you're on a wheel and you're just, going with what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next. You are, you are creating, releasing, creating, releasing, creating, releasing, creating, releasing, creating, releasing. It's very much the same. If you can stay in sync with that, create, release, create, release, create, release. The only clarity is that it's conscious now instead of unconscious. So your masculine energy was used in 3D by being a reaction. You reacted to things in 3D. This happened, you reacted. This happened, you reacted. This happened, you reacted. You did this, you you reacted it out. You gave it out. You gave it out from a reactive place. What did I say about the butterflies? They consciously choose what's next. They consciously choose where they want to move to, how they want to move, 
what's next, and what's to give out, okay? In that conscious creation that you give out. And the difference is that you respond when you're conscious about giving versus react when you're unconscious about giving. This isn't really hard to do. What you're going to do is instead of react to give out, you respond to give out. Years ago, I distinguished for Karen the difference in reaction versus responding. Many of you know this, but I want to say it just in case, just for clarity's sake. Reacting is automatic. Reacting is what the ego does to defend itself. Responding is what the heart does to give a response back to what was sent to it. There's clarity. So how do you give out in this new energy? How do you recreate? You respond from whatever you created to give it forth. You are conscious of how it goes out. You are conscious of how it's delivered. You are conscious of where it lands. And you are conscious of how it lands. Versus the caterpillar or mouse on the wheel that just reacted to the next step, whatever came next, because that was the next movement to to go, to that step, step. Now you can change the beat, that rhythm, make it long, a long note, a short note, an extra long note of wherever you're flying to and wherever you're responding and whatever you're creating next. There's more responsibility in 5D. In 3D, you just reacted. You just got in sync and went with the beat of the drum, and that's what kept you going, and that's what kept you in place. Now, those of you listening are the ones who fought that. You wanted to have your own beat. You wanted to be your own drummer. And now it feels challenging and overwhelming. You fought so hard for it, you don't know how to just Be in it. Just be in it. So now that I've made that clarity and that distinction of how to recreate yourself, let's talk about how to use this new recreation when you're in the paradigms and the places that demand you to walk the beat and to jump on that wheel and to fly with it. The advice that I can give you here is you're conscious of it. 
if you're in that job that you've got to step on the wheel and you've got to go around, know that's what you're doing. Know that's what there is to do. Know, no, 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 you can jump off to create differently. Present and then get back in the groove. I mean, seriously, if you think about it that way, it's not that challenging. Kids who played, played um, jump rope, and you jumped in and out of the rope swirling, and then you jumped out, and then you jumped back in, and then you jumped out. You played hopscotch, and you hopped along the, the different number and up and down and up and down and then you jumped off. Same concept. You can jump in and out. You can step in and out. The power is when you're conscious about it. You recreate masculine energy consciously. That is what's happening right now in America. Men are looking at who they've been, they've done. Those who aren't looking at it are being forced to. Interestingly, the ones who who really are not at fault are the ones who are consciously looking. That's normal. That's normal. Those who need to look at who they've been aren't on that wheel and they have to feel they deserve to be on that wheel and they can react in every way they want. That's the old paradigm of masculine energy. Different now. It's different. One way or another, you must recreate it. So, are you going to jump on board and to learn to respond and consciously recreate it? Or are you going to be forced to? Because the world and the universe will force you to shift. There's the bottom line. It's all about how you give out. How you give out. And now, how you give out is about the production you create. Um, all day long, whether that's at a job, whether that's at the home, whether that's in a meeting, whether that's in an organization, whether that's in a community, whether that's in a church, whether that's in a school. How do you give out? It's in your conversations. Are you going to react or respond? Are you going to react and dump your upset and anger? Or are you going to take a breath, recalculate, and respond in an empowering, uplifting manner to the other person? In your relationship, what are you giving out? Are you reacting or responding? 
So this masculine energy approach is for every single thing that you do. How do you talk to yourself? What do you say about your potentials and abilities? Do you have the ability to give out? Do you have the ability to respond? Do you have the ability to create and put it forth? Are you going to choose to be able to? This new understanding of masculine energy and your ability to give forth is in every single aspect and perspective of life. It's not only one place. It's everywhere. Absolutely everywhere in your world. Because the cycle of life is create, give out, create, give out, create, give out, create, give out. Everything flows in that way. You can't just constantly create and not do anything with it. So that flow is a continual. And you've got to look at every single place in your world to recreate it. One way or another, you will. Either consciously or forced consciously. High road or the low road? Your choice. I will love you unconditionally no matter what. This time for questions. All right. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Okay, everyone. We got that crystal clearly. I have two callers with their hands up. If anyone else would like to call in, 347-838-8024 and hit the number one to ask a question. First question and caller, 111. Namaste. Who's calling? And where are you from? Namaste. I'm from heaven. How are you? Ah, then... God's sitting with you right now. <laughs> Namaste, no Queen. <laughs> Namaste. He's winking. <laughs> I can see it. The eye, the eyes of the all are upon us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. What question do you have? I specifically, well, I'll focus on my book, but whatever I am to hear in this moment in time will be um, received. Okay. Books with an S, not book. Aha. He's got a huge grin right about now. And everybody, just to clarify, I see a face in like white clouds. That's 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 what I. That's God. It's like this face comes through, but it's it's all white energy, <clears throat> like clouds and clouds of energy. So um, 
that's the face I'm seeing. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, Father. <clears throat> One of my master creation people on the call asking me what to do with her books. Hmm. Create, 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 and give it out. <laughs> the same as you do with your jewelry. You have an ability to put together colors and energy frequencies. So what there is for you to do is translate that into verbiage. Talk about how to master creation of colors, textures, energies, frequencies, souls, how to create balance with that. That's the place for you to create from. That's what you're great at. And what there is to do is to translate that then into stories. Whether they be stories talking about the crystals and how they support people, or stories about how energy support people, where they live, what rock and crystal beds are under them, or what those rocks and crystal beds do for the world. Connect your knowledge of that to your books and your stories. It'd be wonderful for people to be more educated on how the crystals and the metals of earth support them, what energies they give out, what creative possibilities of space they bring to someone. They literally hold the space. That's, that's why John of God has such a powerful location. He's on top of crystal, quartz crystal beds. Wow. When you're around that kind of energy or ley lines, when you're around the ley lines, when you're around Stonehenge and those things that have been built on these powerful grids. Possibilities are greater. You can help people literally understand that to a greater degree through your understanding. To take your understanding of those things and translate it into words and story. That is the powerful way that you can recreate your abilities. Because what's interesting, what you're actually doing is a little different than what this whole conversation is about. And I like that you brought it to the table because you are recreating creation. You know Mm -hmm. how to create. But now to take it that next and take your ability to create and put it into words 
into stories, that's recreating, to give out in a new way. You know how to create and give out through jewelry. You're recreating creation to give out through words and stories. Good. Because that love is what is going to consciously create, give out, and have it land appropriately. Well done, dear daughter. Well done. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Queen. That is really a fascinating distinction. Many of us are being asked to take our ability to create and create it differently. Like that just gave me ideas for my work, too, for my book, yeah. like taking my work into words. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Way cool. All right, lady. You go create. <laughs> you recreate. You're creating. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. It's happening. It's happening. Every every moment in time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Big smile on my face. Big opening in my heart. Um, I feel. I know. I am. I I will. I do. Thank you so much. Namaste. Yeah, it's like I can see stories coming from you about the crystals. Like even I don't know if you have a desire in a kids book, but but like crystals talking to each other and how can I support this child and what can I do to support the like like something on that nature, and what gift can I bring this little girl and this beautiful piece of jewelry and and the little girl's life shifting because she has this beautiful pendant with an amethyst in it or something. That I, that's kind of what I'm seeing. Is that works fly with it? But yeah, that would be that would be an amazing book. They they would be amazing books. So I can feel it. I can feel it. I can see it. I I will take yeah. what I am from to take from it and move forward with it. I can I can feel awesome. what you're saying awesome. for sure. Yeah, yeah. And help children understand the value of crystals. Wait, God, you want me to say that okay. Okay. I'm getting to tell you a story. Um, I think it will benefit everyone, so I'm going to tell it. Okay. I was doing a temp. I was temping at a hospital and in uh, administration, and this woman who interestingly was black and very religious worked next to or near me, and she, in this week's time, she heard me with people. She heard me with patients. She heard me with the doctor. She saw that I very much came from love about everything I do. And then she heard me talk about God. But she heard me talk about crystals. Like I wore crystals and I guess I must have said something during this week. 
And she said to me, I don't understand, Karen. You've talked about God and you say that you work for God in your spiritual work. She said, but but why do you believe in crystals? Isn't that against God? And I went down this, I was led down this question. And I said, well, crystals come from the earth, right? And she said, yes. And I said, okay. And no, I didn't go that way first. I went down the road of our food is grown in the earth, right? And she said, yes. And I said, do you believe that our food has vitamins, minerals, nutrients in it that support us? Well, yeah. And I said, okay. And and metals are in the earth too, right? And they have different capabilities, like we use copper to heat things and aluminum and and so on and so forth. Well, yes. And I said, and then we've got stone and we've got marble that's in the earth and and that all has values for us, correct? Because, you know, you can use concrete for one thing and you can use granite for another and you can use marble for another and you can, concrete's made, but you get my point. Sand for one thing, clay for bricks, yes. And I said, okay, well, crystals are in the ground too. Why would God give us all of those different things and have them be beneficial for us and stop at crystals. Do you know the quartz crystal is what runs radios and our watches? Oh, no. And I said, why would he limit certain things that he's put on this planet for us? If he's omnipotent, that would be kind of silly, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, I never thought of it that way. And I said, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to use every resource that God has given us and, and he's created for us. I'm not going to limit him in what he can deliver to us. And she hugged me and thanked me. And she actually then started buying crystals and telling me, what do you think of this one? And I said, you go with the energy of it. How does it resonate for you? I said, I want this one. This one's really speaking to me. I said, good. We're now dear friends. We're best, you know, she was one of my best friends in Tennessee. And it just had never been presented to her that way. So there's an idea. So many people have just, they've heard that they're against God, that they don't even think it through to realize that it's from earth. Like everything else that we use as resources, wood is grown in the soil and everything has a different uh, potential and gift and value to it. So I want to share that with you because it may be something to bring forth as well you know um when you see my first my first of of my series that is coming you you will know that we we have been on the same pages and and the content has just been expanded by by what i have received this morning yeah so it's beautiful i I thank you so much yes you are so welcome Blessing, many blessings. Always. 
Receive okay. Namaste, dearest queen. Thank you for that beautiful message. Namaste, beloved. All right. Oh, our next caller is another 111 number. So, who's calling and where are you from? Hi, Karen. It's Patricia. Hi, Hi Patricia. Good morning, daughter. I love the interview today because it's all about creation, and I'm I'm always a creator. <laughs> I, I'm creator, yeah. create, create. Um, and that stream is very interesting, but um, one of the things that I'm working on right now is a musical, and I'm Ooh. writing it from the perspective um, of how the musician is really one of the divine channels on the planet that is misunderstood, but not every musician is a channel, believe me, there's a lot of copycat energy and low energy and you know not truthful energy and um but the ones that wrote from that channeled energy brought it forth and as an example if i was to say um john lennon and paul mccartney let it be you know it resonates Mm -hmm. in your vibrational heart you know and Mm -hmm. you feel that vibration when you hear it do you know that energy so um, my musical is about that concept. Well, it's a, a few other things, but mm-hmm. underneath it all, it's about people really trusting on the messages that they come forth. Whether you become the world-renowned or you just do it for yourself or you write a little, you know, even what you were just mentioning to um, uh, the Queen, you know, about her book, the right, you know, the bringing it bringing it forth and um so that i just wanted to add that today very great because then and you're another person who is a creator and you're recreating to give it out in a different way so you're bringing it to music this time to give it out in a different way very cool very great Father, do you have anything to add to that? I do. What I would like to express with that is that it goes hand in hand with what we've been guiding Karen with, that vibration. You you mentioned let it be in the vibration. We guided her to amazing grace and how that vibrates with the heart chakra. And you're distinguishing the difference in the music, and that's so important in 5D. So thank you for bringing this aspect to the call because it's not only about recreating through words and through thoughts. It's about recreating vibration. And vibration comes from verbiage used, and it comes from intonation given out and it can come through resonance of voice like we have Karen bring forth and those vibrations which can come forth as toning, can come forth as song, can come forth as 
as music are vibratory change agents that shift the frequency around you, shift the frequency within, shift the frequency outside of, shift the energetic waves happening in the universe. Well, we might want to say atmosphere, but that affects the biosphere, that affects the universe. Okay? The stratosphere. So, by bringing these new waves, not only to reading and writing, you're bringing it out to a greater degree through a giving out of vibratory music. And that's another place that all of you need to look at. What's the resonance that you're bringing forth in your speaking, in your verbiage, in your intonation, or in the music you surround yourself with? Very important. Very important. Because it holds the field, it holds the space. Yes. And there's... um May I add, there's also that collective consciousness that comes when a group comes together to listen to an artist. And when the artist is singing from that amazing space of downloaded music, you know, I call it downloaded because everything is divine. You know, we know that. Um, It's different to being in an audience where... there's a hate and rebellion of um, and the synchronization of the music is not feeding the soul. So when the soul of, you know, just any individual is singing or listening to something um, that doesn't vibrate on the, on the radio, you really have to turn it off. Then, you know, I always said to my daughter, honey, when you drive down the freeway, Always be in charge of the music. The driver has to be in charge of the music because the vibration of the music of how when you drive has a lot to do with your safety on the road. You don't want to be in the vibration of loud, chaotic music because you create the energy of chaos around you. And I know it sounds sort of in a strange format, but and if you are in that energy, turn it off. Or, you know, put something that creates that home um, kind of harmony when you can sing a harmony with a song that makes you feel good and you just want to sing and blare it and, and kind of have your own little rock and roll moment in the car. You're in a much safer energy than being in the chaos of the music. So I just wanted to add that. And I think that goes sometimes... Um, with different generations of music that has come forward in the decades. Mm. And I think we're going back to that 5D vibration where people are saying, well, I didn't feel good about that. Or it's the same with movies. I don't feel good about watching or sitting in that crowd, you know, in that energy. So would you like to add to that or would you like to go to another call? I'm I'm not, you know me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, I'm going to add for Karen's sake, that's a brilliant um, clarification about, I had never thought of it in that realm that what you're listening to creates the 
the the driving space that you're driving in. I hadn't thought of it. Thank you for bringing that forward. I know for me, that thoughts, Karen, you know, that thoughts of a car listening to music, you know, that's actually mm-hmm. probably the studio that most people are in. And there's a silence around you because you're in the box, you see. So it's it's almost like a more amplified energy as well. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. It's a very, very great point to bring forward. Um, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Because I know even for me working, when I'm, I'm in my current situation, a woman was playing music. Now, she was playing music from more kind of folksy 80s music it wasn't the loud rock and roll it wasn't it wasn't harsh music at all it was nice music but for me that's that creates distraction i i can't focus i so get how some people it gets them in sync to focus for me because it gets me out of sync to focus i can't focus with that noise going on in the background um, I like silence, and I'm a writer of music, but I still understand what you're saying right now. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, for some people, they need that. I get it. I so get it because it does the exact opposite for me. And I need silence. Um, I think it has to do with the, the sound sensitivities that I have because of being able to work in other dimensions. And, and, it brings a very good point that you've got to be um, responsible for the vibrations you put around yourself because it's how life will show up. It will help affect how life shows up for you. So that's critical. That's critical. So thank you very much for bringing that forth. Father, do you want to say anything else? Thank you, dearest daughter. No, you both spoke it very well. And it's another aspect of what we have to be conscious of. What are we bringing forth into the new realities? And what are we recreating our environments to be through sound and vibration? Thank you. Namaste. Thanks, Trisha. Namaste. Bye for now. Mute me. Thank you. Okay, we have one more caller, 802. This is the last caller I'm going to take. Namaste. Hello. Who's calling? Where are you from, please? Hello, Mary. Mary from Vermont. Hello. Yes. Hi. Hello, God. What would you like to ask? (laughs) I went, I had a friend. Um, named Zane, he was playing a specific tune to heal your heart. It was a just a, a chord or a note. What would that have been? A frequency. A chord or a note. Yeah. I think do, it was... Oh, to heal your heart? Yeah. Oh, there's a vibration of love. Everything has a vibration. I can answer that. Because when I need to get myself back uh, when I feel like I'm out of sync and I'm out of my heart space, I will just yeah. tone. 
It's a high go as high as that's you know what, what the notes call me back. You, I'd have to get on a I'd have to get on a piano. I could find it, but I don't have one anymore. Um. Well, let's see. Do do re mi fa so la ti do. I think it's a it's okay. a C. I think it's the C above okay. middle C. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh, wow. Okay. And then it depends on what key I'm in. I'm not sure. I, I never did keys very well. I was not good at that. Um, so anyway, yes, there are. In fact, I was, when I was in Gatlinburg with my goddaughter and her family, we found yeah. this whistle. It was a whistle or some kind of a thing you blew in, and it was the vibration of love. It was a, a, a toning, a tuning thing for the vibration of love. And my girlfriend wanted me to get it, and I said, I don't know, need that. I can sing it. <laughs> I can do it for myself. It's good, good. But for, you know, but for other people, it might be something that would assist you because you could just, you could just, you know, do that, and it would help you vibrate back to the right place. There's lots of things on YouTube um, to get you back in a vibration. Um, what else was I just thinking that would get you back to a vibration that you could do? Well, you know what? You could sing Amazing Grace to yourself. All because right. that resonates with the heart. And it, even if you do it at a lower pitch... Yeah. It'll still vibrate for you. Like pick a song, like Let It Be, or, you know, pick a song that really resonates with your heart. And when you need to listen to it or sing it or, you know, just even close your eyes and hear it in your your mind's head mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. you can hear it coming in and that will help you molecularly vibrate at a different level. Father, would you like to add anything to that? Well said. It's exactly right. What you want to do. And even if you sit and focus your mind and say the word love, that has the same frequency. You can say the word or you can listen to music. And you can get yourself back to that frequency. We've guided Karen for years now. She'll breathe in light and breathe out love. And she'll just focus on breathing in light and breathing out love. Because think about it. Photons, you're breathing in photons and you're sourcing love. Breathing in photons, Uh light. Sourcing love. That's a wonderful pattern to get you back in a flow and in sync with. There's many different tools you can use. Whatever resonates in different days, you're going to need different tools. So change it up, recreate it, and have it allow you to respond differently. Very great. All right. 
Thank you for bringing this perspective to the conversation. You are welcome. Namaste. Namaste. Very. Thank you. Yes, that's another whole perspective to bring to the idea of recreating ourselves, both in our creation state and our masculine state. Because what you're saying is you want an ability to shift where you are to be able to send and give out from a different place. Yes. And so these are ways to, to do that as well. So, very great. Thank you. Namaste. Have a good day. Bye for now. All right. I am going to um, end of this show. We have another caller, so I'm going to take this caller. 415. Hey. How are you? It's Jessica. Good, Jessica. You're welcome. So what, you, what would you, you like to ask God? Yeah, I'm joining you a little bit late today because um, I was at I was at the gym. I'm started where I like doing exercise again, and I have a question or somewhat around that. Um, I'm just going to share like two two brief things. One is that I seem to struggle a lot with my energy, um, and I wanted some guidance around this. Uh, maybe like a new perspective. Um, and then the second thing, which is related to this, is that I, my mind, so this is something that's been going on for like a couple of years now, and it's been going on again a lot lately too, is like this whole idea of like joining the world again. And like I went to the gym, I haven't been to the gym in a long time, and I get this like anxiety, like I used to go to the gym all the time when I was younger, but I haven't been in many years and, you know, I'm slowly go like I, I just, uh, I'm slowly kind of weaving back into things that I used to like that I feel drawn to. And I get these like weird things. It's sort of like out of body, like I'm an alien type of thing, which I know that we're all aliens, but um, I get this like weird thing that it's like, I'm just like very kind of aware of the surroundings. I feel weird about the surroundings. Like everything's sort of new. Being around people is kind of weird and new. And like, I don't really know how to explain it. And then when I try to think about it of like, oh, you've done all this healing work. This is like the Phoenix rising um, type of thing. You know, you're recreating your life. It just like my mind sort of boggles. Like I can't even wrap my mind around it on how like, it's just such a weird experience a lot of times because I'm like recreating like every single area of my life. And it just a lot of times feels like overwhelming. So I know that also has to do with the energy stuff. Um, The energy kind of comes and goes and, you know, it's about like living my life again, which I don't even understand like when I stopped living it, but I just got really wrapped up in this like healing stuff for years. Um. So, yeah, anything around that would be appreciated. Well, the easiest answer to give you, dear's daughter, is that you have gone to Butterfly. So when you go to the gym now you and you go out in the world, you're a butterfly around a lot of caterpillars. 
that are working at a different, they're moving at a different vibration. And that's why it feels a little weird to you. Because they're, and, and when you listen to the beginning of the show, you'll hear the conversation about the wheel, the 3D wheel, and how you're moving in rote mode. So you see them all moving in rote mode, and you're over here as the butterfly going, wait, hmm, I'm going to create this now, and I'm going to fly over to that point over there and, and manifest from here, and then I'm going to fly over there. And meanwhile, they're rotely doing step by step by step by step by step by step by step. So they are moving to a different beat, rhythm, and freak than you are. And that's why it feels awkward. It just feels like you're out of, you're out of sync, where really you're in sync with 5D. And that's the biggest problem. So many of my children that feel exhausted right now because you're having to shift between two worlds. You're have to, having to go back and forth and back and forth. It's no different than when Karen goes through the portal and to the other side and she's in a whole different time, space, dimension. And then she comes back to Earth and it feels just so heavy and exhausting to her. It's the same concept when you're going from 3D to 5D. And you're in this. When you meditate, do you feel exhausted? Most likely you feel no. uplifted. Right. You don't. You can't live in that but then world, you go though. back. Exactly. There's the problem. You guys are bouncing back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it's, you do the best you can to stay where you are. And it's going to get to a point, it's challenging right now because I hear Karen in just yesterday begging for a way to move through this easier because she's so exhausted. It's, you, a lot of it is about acceptance, and that's why I wanted to have this conversation about how to recreate yourself. Because what's happening is you're going, you're you're going between a world of create, react, create, react, create, react, on that wheel, going around, 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 around. And then you're going to, oh, what do I want to do? I want to go here and I want to fly there. I want to fly there. I want to fly there. And Oh, this feels so good. And then you have to go back to wheel. And it feels so leaden and grounded, which is exactly what you explained. When you go back into the world, you feel grounded because you are. You're going from flying to the ground. We, we were saying earlier that what if you lived on a boat your entire life? And then all of a sudden you got up on solid ground and you were like, whoa. I, I yeah, that's exactly whoa. how I feel, wonky. But that makes yeah. me feel like I'm going to pass out. <laughs> like I'm the one who feels like I something yeah. is wrong with me or something is like, what the heck is going? Like, And I'm the one who looks like I look at myself in the mirror and I'm the one who looks so worn, you know, like it's, it's, this is not what was promised mm-hmm. to us. You know, I'm going to cry because it's like, this is not what was promised to us. Like, I feel like I struggle more now because that's like such an effort to like 
even go to the gym. I only, only was there for like 15 minutes. I just did a couple of exercises and then I was like, okay, that's enough. You can leave now. Like we're going to work into this slowly. At least you went good for you, you know, to start kind of building your body up again. I just, I don't like feeling so weak all the time. So it doesn't look like, I mean, Father God's talking about how we're like, we're the more advanced ones, or at least that's how I'm interpreting it. And I feel I'm judging it. You know, I'm feeling like, oh my God, you know, like, I'm just having like, just this? a couple, you know, yeah, that's a thing. Like, I'm know, with yeah. you. I'm with but you. But I think, Karen, um, I think you have like a regular job, right? You go to a nine to five. Yeah, I do. I, I don't even have the energy for that. And I'm like trying to it's, build my business. And I feel like even that I have this like sort of, I push myself, mm-hmm. put myself out there. You know, the money thing still comes up for me. And mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. I, yeah, I feel overwhelmed by all, every single area of my life I'm rebuilding. I feel so overwhelmed a lot. You know what? So do I. And I think I, I want to know more about that because I'm looking at this job's going to end and I need another job. And so for me, just do your five fucking business. Time, <laughs> well, I, there's not near enough of work. So, I know, but we, you know, you teach these principles. I teach them too. I do so it's them. like, what, what is it going to take for us? I'm speaking for to me. myself here. Just to do mm-hmm. it, there's plenty of people who are doing their spiritual work full time and making a lot of money. And I think it depends on what it is. That's we. I've gone back and forth over this. But here's what I want to bring forward. No matter where, because you're in the same, and no matter who I'm talking to, I mean, I've had four homes in five years. I've moved four times, and I've, I've had one of those seven jobs. Too. Yeah. Right. Seven jobs and I'm starting an eighth job. Is it any wonder I can't remember where I'm going and what's next? Um, Right. um, The constant chronic change. I was just diagnosed with adrenal fatigue again. And so I'm, I'm at that place of what, what do I do? And how do I take care of myself? And the idea of going back to another three-day job and learning all over again and software that changes every day, it updates. Um, You know, there's nothing consistent. There's nothing constant. It's constant change in our world. God, how do we deal with that? That's what I was on my knees praying about yesterday, this chronic constant change that is just overwhelming. And everywhere you look, I just I told my friend the other day, I put my hands up and I said, I just want it to stop. I want to that all of the apps that are like screaming at me, accept me, accept me, download. I want access to everything you own. And all of the, uh, you can't do anything without an app anymore. And it used to be you loaded software on a computer and it's, until you got a new computer, you, you knew how to use that software. It didn't change daily. And you go to a website and it's blinking at you and it's sending you messages and it's screaming pictures and images around in front of you. And there's just 
so much information overload. You, you, you know, you, it's a, a, a motorcycle goes down the street and their music's blaring at you. Um, even cars and work and people playing radios at work and it's like you can't, where do you go? It's just so much noise, so much noise anymore um and like you're saying you're you're in a meditative state you're quiet you're vibrating you're flying you're creating and then you go to the world of noise god help what do we do with this it's it's and the constant change this idea is about change. When you're a butterfly, every movement you make is change. You are all trained to rotely each next step on that wheel. And there was an easiness about that because you didn't have to think. You didn't have to create. And so those people who are just in rote mode do look happier and healthier because they're just they're just moving with the automated flow there is no creation state in that and there is mind control in that Mm. you're all trying to pull away from that matrix and create like butterflies And what I'm so sad to tell you and to see is that that is a duality and it is a constant moving in and out of dimensions to exist right now. It's going to take a while for your world to all be in 5D. You said something earlier, Jessica, that is true and I want to bring it forward and shift it up for you a little bit. Okay. That part of it is accepting. It's about accepting what is. And that's one of the wonderful things that came forth in Mother Mary's newsletter, the creation portal, for everybody to go back and read or reread, is that when you get into a neutral space, you become the observer. And it is when you can get to a neutral space about everything and go, hmm, interesting, that's what's happening, that the doorway to the quantum field opens. And it's when you let go. It's when you've cleared your, your conscious, subconscious, and unconscious mind when you can get into a neutral space, when you can get into the observer space, that then the portal to the quantum field and the creative ability of 5D is opened. And your 3D world is triggering all of you. It's triggering you to go back to the resistance of not wanting to play that game anymore not wanting to be on a wheel, not wanting to be a part of that matrix. 
for those of you who are feeling overwhelmed and, and exhausted, it's because you're resisting the shifts. And the more that you can just allow, oh, here's where I need to be at this moment. Here's where I need to be at this moment. Okay, now I can shift over here. And, yeah, I get to fly. And, okay, now I'm going to be grounded a little bit. And I'm going to go on this wheel. And, oh, isn't this nice? I can just go, 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 go. And I don't have to decide or create anything. Oh, now I get to be free of that. And I'm going to go over here. And I'm going to fly and create. And when you can all get to a point of accepting that as the new natural, you'll be better able to move forward without the exhaustion and fatigue. But let me, I, I, let me say this first. Yeah. Those that are on the wheel, that are in that rote mode, are they have so much in their faces about their subconscious programming and their unconscious programming. You all remember that phase. So don't think they've got it easy. They're, it's in their face even more strongly than it was in yours. I don't know. Things feel super intense these days. <laughs> That's like... why. That is why. Because it's much more intense than it used to be. You at least know how to fly over into the creation and peace state. They don't. Mm. So even though the world looks a little easier over there, it's not. That's why there's so much tension on your planet right now. Well, there's there's two things here. One is that I'm wondering for Father God, am I, and I guess this goes for Karen maybe too, but I'll just speak for myself, will I be able to catch up? Because it feels like I always have to catch up on some sort of energy, sleep, something. And even if I sleep, a lot of times it's not full on um, a deep sleep. This has been going on for years. And You know, I look at myself in the mirror and I just, I wouldn't say all days, but on some days we'll say, I just, it doesn't look like I'm there. You know, it's not, it's like a worn shell of a person that I used to know. I mean, even saying that, it makes me sad. So is there going to be, I want this vibrancy all the time. I mean, I think I've developed like bags under my eyes too. And that bothers me when I look at my reflection. It's like I haven't looked at myself in years. And then the other thing after you answer that, I want to read something to you, Karen, because I was looking up the chronic fatigue thing yesterday. So I I just want to read something to you after. Um, But go ahead with first with this. There's so much going on for you all on the planet, you're having these new vibrations come in which are demanding things to shift in your bodies. So your bodies are a separate consciousness and they are going through this transition as well. I would highly recommend to you that you do 
things to support the body as much as you're doing things to support your heart and your soul. Karen is working with someone and getting on the nutritional supplements that she needs to support her because of the vibrations and the frequencies right now on the planet. A lot of things are out of sync. Your foods are out of sync vibrationally to the shifts you have made for yourself. That's going to make you feel exhausted as well. I wish I could tell you, you know, you could snap your fingers and get out of it, but you can't. That's part of this evolution. And the best thing to do is find out how to flow with it And that means that you're going to have to take the steps, which you've done consciously. There's other steps to do physically to support your well-being as well. Movement is good. Yoga, Pilates, walking, grounding yourself on earth. That would be the other thing I would tell all of you is that I know we mentioned for a long time ground in your heart, but you've synced your hearts. You've also got to ground with earth now. She was going through some turmoil in her shift, so it was best to not ground at that time. Now it's time to ground again. Ground to earth. Ground to heart of unconditional love. Ground to your higher self. And ground to the central sun. That's what we have Karen doing every day. We have her take a deep breath in and breathe out, grounding to earth. Take a deep breath in. Ground to unconditional love through the top of your crown chakra to my energy, unconditional love. Breath in. Have all your chakras come out to a point and ground with your over-soul higher self and the greatest potential of your, your beingness. Take a deep breath in. And take all your chakras and take them out to a point behind you to the central sun, the source of creation and recreation. Breathe in. Connect to all your higher self aspects in their highest potential and highest timeline. And wrap all of that in your divine spirit. Breathe in and out to create the boundary around your light. Center yourself there every day and walk from that centeredness. And if you need to remember it, if you feel out of sync, just put your left hand on your heart and say, I am one with the unconditional loving light of all that is and all my higher self aspects now. Feel yourself reconnect and move forward again. That will help you all stay in a neutral, centered, accepting space in the observer place 
that you can connect to the quantum field and to your point of creation and to the ability to flow with where you're going and what you're doing. That's first and foremost. Second would be to get yourself on some nutritional supplements to help yourself right now. Muscle test it in. Find somebody who can work with you that way. Meditate and really ask your body what it needs. Let it guide you. You may need something to assist you. You may need some kind of a magnesium supplement to help you sleep better or melatonin. Your your hormonal structures may be off, your serotonin, your melatonin. You may need something to support that. Get the help that will assist you to allow you to get the rest you need. That's where it could be some um, some adrenal support. But you really need to work with somebody who can help you with that or get very quiet within yourself. So there are multiple different things that are going on for all of you. And there is constant chronic change and when you can easily get to the point where, okay, what do I need to know now about this? Just close your eyes. Close your eyes. If you're looking at a screen and you can't find what you need to look at, just close your eyes and say, okay, what do I need to know next? Show me where this is. Even if you can't find something, close your eyes. Deep breath. Get back to the now. Angels guide me to where this is. Guide me to what I need to know. Where is this at? And you will get the answers when you get into that neutral space. In that observer space, you open the portal, you connect to the field, and you get the answers. The resistance, the angst, many of you have been dealing with the subconscious and unconscious programming and pain bodies. And that's, that's what else is exhausting you. If you find a resistance pattern coming up, ask its root cause. Most likely it's a pain body from childhood. It needs to heal or needs to come to the light. So that's what there is to know at this point. Does that help? Um, yeah, that um, actually leads in. I want to read this just very, very brief um, note to you because this has to do with that unconscious stuff. And I just mm-hmm. want to kind of put it out there because if this sparks something for you, I'm actually going to, I don't know. I, I've been, um, well, whatever. I'll just put this out there, Okay. I looked up yesterday the root cause of chronic fatigue and maybe something will resonate here for you too because this has to do with those unconscious, those old beliefs that are time to be released. So um, Mm -hmm. you that are here, resisting life and wanting to hide away, resisting change and the flow of life, feeling stuck, not being able to pull self out of it, 
a belief that life is constantly going against you and it's a heavy, unpleasant struggle, a feeling to get anywhere in life you have to struggle, constantly feeling like you have to do what you don't want to do, always pushing yourself past your limits when all you want to do is pull back, feeling resentful, feeling powerless, not seeing life as a gift. There we have it. <laughs> there you have it. Yep. I think there's a lot of people who can relate to all of that, especially those on yeah. the spiritual path, because we feel like life, you know, where do you market multiversal shaman? I mean, that's, I've, I've asked that question for years. Where do I market myself? Where do I market myself? Like how many people are looking for a multiversal shaman? Um, what does spirit say to you? Key. I think you just, I think you just put it. See, that's the thing. I'm going to kind of lay it a little bit hard on you here because that's just the place I'm in right now. <laughs> just put it out there. That's right. It. You just, put it, you just put it out there. It's not. I don't think it's about us marketing ourselves in a certain way anymore. Like even that is exhausting. Right. Like I've. Right. Like, I have been through that, too. And it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Just put it out. That's it. The right people will find you, and you have to, like, deepen your trust in knowing that mm-hmm. this will grow. And if you don't believe it's going to grow, then that's been a limiting belief there to clear out, too. You know? It's like enough of this bullshit already. I, I'm, I'm speaking to myself because I just, there's such that I want to be out there doing this it's enough of this excuse, that excuse, healing this, healing that, blah, blah, blah. There are so many teachers out there doing their thing. I'm talking about spiritual healers, teachers. And we can too. You know, it's not, uh, I'll just let it be. I'll just, I'll stop at that. <laughs> that it's like, it's not, things are not as complicated as I think that we're make, we make them to be. Um, that might be one of my woundings because that's what my mom would say to me, but I think she's actually right. You just put it out there and you just do it. What I want to say to you, dearest daughter, all of my children that are listening right now, you are correct. And then flow with the guidance and know that whatever that guidance is, that if you're coming from your heart and you're coming from that neutral space, it's all good. And some days that guidance may be, go get a temp job. Some days that guidance may be, no, write a book today. Some days that guidance may be, do a radio show. Some day this guidance may be, do a YouTube video. Someday the guidance might be, go to the park, sit on this particular bench. Someday the guidance might be, call this particular person. Someday the guidance might be, pick up this book, start reading. And whatever that guidance is, remember, you're in a 3D and 5D world. Some days it's not going to be what you had hoped it would look like. You want it to look a certain way. But when you can let that go and you can move with the flow 
and you can allow it to be. Remember, you've just mentioned all the chaos out there and all of the phonetic energy that's going on. So you're creating these magical dreams that are 5D venture parks that are trying to come into manifestation in a 3D chaotic world may take a little longer than you hope and think it will because of the energetic field you're all working in right now. Allow it to be. The acceptance piece and the allowance piece are huge for everyone right now. Allow yourself to flow wherever you're guided today. And it's all good. If you've asked from the heart, if you've asked from that neutral centered space, then it's all good. Where you get into trouble is if you beat yourself up by saying you didn't do enough, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. And if you have a family that raised you or a parent that was never told they were enough, they don't know how to tell you you're enough and you're constantly in that conversation and that trigger, centering yourself, knowing you're enough and knowing that whatever arrives is perfect. It's perfect. That's what's next. Because no matter where you are, whether you're in a job, whether you're in a gym, whether you're in a park, whether you're in a library, you are bringing that centered, neutral space to that area, and you are serving your planet in that moment that you can get into an observer-neutral space. You serve every molecule. No matter where you are, if you stay in that acceptance neutral space. And there is the path of least resistance. And that is the portal of creation space you want to live in. Always. Doesn't mean that chaos won't be out there around you. It means that you will allow yourself to be, to flow where light moves you and energy needs you to shift. If you're attracting chaos, it means chaos is is somewhere in your field and it's an opportunity. And the more that you can stay neutral within it, the more you shift yourself out of it. Everything has a purpose, everything has a flow, and everything has a gift. And how you recreate it and what you give forth as a result is how you redefine yourself. It's how you shift masculine and feminine energy in this new dimension and new age. Thank you. Thank you for expanding this conversation to this point. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, Thank you, Jessica. You're welcome. And with that, I need to get going because 
I extended the show again, but, but it's time to end. So thank you, Jessica. It was a wonderful expansion of the conversation, and it's, it goes in alignment with what I've been asking. So thank you for getting those answers to me as well. Mm, you're welcome. All right. Well, we keep trekking on. <laughs> we keep flowing we do. on. Flowing. And here's, trekking. Flowing. Here's <laughs> the other piece to this whole puzzle that I've had a conversation with over and over and over is I, for me, and I, and a dear friend of mine came up with the same thing. He loves his spiritual work, but he found that when he was doing it full time, he resented clients for not calling and canceling. And it became, he became someone that couldn't stay in love to do it full time. And so he's excited about getting another job and doing that on the side because then he can hold it as something sacred again. And I am kind of in a similar mode. I have asked to do this work to be supported. I want to be supported. And if I need to do temp work to do that, to do the work, because my work has evolved so greatly in 18 years. It constantly has changed. I must have had 10 titles in 18 years that, I, that have keep, keep evolving. And I know that there's a huge change coming from my work, huge. Um, it's going to look completely different. I've asked for the support to do that. So as that all flows in, I will allow. But for me to leap, even more into the unknown than I already have and let go of everything puts me in a panic and that's not the place to work from. So this is such an individual conversation for all of us. We've got to do what feels comfortable. And this is the conversation God and I have had over and over and over. If I don't know, I, I lived most of my adult life, actually, a lot of my adult life is not known where the next penny's coming from. And that stresses my well-being out tremendously. So I've got to have some idea that I'm taking care of to move forward. That's what I need. And I've leaped so many times. It's not, I, I have to give myself grace there. This whole move back to Pennsylvania is, I've leaped three different times. I've just leaped and gone into the unknown and moved on a dime, trusting that everything would fall into place. So we all have to choose what makes us the most comfortable and what we can do to flow. And some days it's it's easy, some days it isn't. But that's part of learning acceptance and allowance, too. So thank you for bringing that conversation to the light, because really it's, it's where each of us is at any moment. And we have to know how we can move forward and stay in that place of acceptance and allowance and stay centered, because that's where our power is. And some moves for some people won't allow them to do that. 
And they can't do it until they're ready, until they know with certainty that that's it. That's it. So we all have to be honest with ourselves, and we have to know we'll work and what won't. And some people have never leaped. I literally said to someone the other day, they said, well, what's next for you after this job? And I said, I'm on a faith walk. I literally walk on the water trusting that something's going to come up and I'm going to step on it. That's what my every day is. And it's been that way for a long time. So for me, that's where I'm at every day. And um, that's the walk I take. And it may look different for different people, but the bottom line is we have to do what we can feel centered with. That's the key. Right, God? Yes. Right. That's the conversation I would have with each one of you. That is where you need to find for yourself what is the bottom line and what is the place that you can move forward on. What, what, where can you walk forward knowing that your step is going to be met? There's a time and a place for everything. There's a time and a place. For a long while, Karen was told that the world wasn't ready for her work. There was a handful. But now it is. It's ready for a lot of you. And there are huge shifts coming Allow those shifts. There's no need to force. There's no need to resist. Just allow yourself to flow. The more that you can get into that flow every day, the more that you can allow yourself to just go with whatever the intuitive hit is next, that is where you will feel the most energetic. That's the place. Day, my loved ones. Namaste. Thank you, Father. What would you like me to tone out with? Peace in recreation. Okay. Very great. A reminder, everyone, that um, the 24th, the wise ones, and I will be back with Father Knows Best. <laughs> After this conversation, it, it's sort of making even more sense that they chose that title. Father, How to Father Knows Best. Um, yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be a wonderful conversation follow-up to this one. And on July 1st, <laughs> July 1st, we are going to come back with the Andromeda Council. And in the creation portal, you can catch that on KarenCressman.com. All right, everyone. And tuning us out with peace in recreation.
for being part of the Awakenings family. Happy, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And happy masculine energy recreation to all of us. Namaste. Bye for now.